Hello, guys, and welcome to the MSC Performance Podcast with me, Mark Coulson, and Sonia Klakova. Happy Bank Holiday weekend to you all. Uh, today, we have a very exciting topic, which is based around nutrition. So the title of the podcast is Nutritional Considerations for Beginners. Uh, so before we get started, how are we doing, Sonia? All good? Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm really pleased to be on this podcast and hope you all have a nice bank holiday, as you said. Uh, this is an interesting topic, and uh, I think this is something we can talk about pretty much every every week, but now is the time. Um, so let's um, consider some nutritional guidance uh, or advices. Absolutely. Yeah, the thinking behind this podcast was uh, basically the nutritional world can be can be quite vast and quite overwhelming at times. Um, there's so much uh, so much stuff online that you know, from crash dieting to talking about, you know, carbs and protein and, you know, so many different things that we we could easily get overwhelmed by. So what we're trying to do in this podcast today is just really simplify things for uh, beginners who are, when I say beginners, they might be advanced, you know, trainers, um, or they might be beginners in the gym. Uh, but basically, we're talking about beginners in terms of people who haven't really considered nutritional aspects before, uh, whether that's perform for performance or weight loss or weight gain or anything like that. So as I said, it's a vast world uh, you know, out there of, of nutritional content and information. Some of it's very good, some of it's quite misleading, and some of it's really unnecessary as well for, for beginners. So as I said, this, uh, you know, the aim of this podcast is really to, to try and simplify, uh, simplify things. Um, so without further ado, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start. Um, so I just kind of mentioned it there, really, the, the key is to start small. Um, as I said, loads of info out there, loads of things that you could you could you could get into, uh, right down to you know tracking you know all, all your macros, um, to timing your meals, to whether you should be having you know food before bed, etc., etc., etc. But the key is that whatever you do is to start small. So we've talked about this before. I did a good couple of podcasts on it with Max uh, a little while back in regards to training and not coming back into the gym and going absolutely all in with everything and training as hard as you can. Because the key thing with your training and with nutrition is consistency and sustainability as well, okay? So we'll go on to talk about, you know, quick fixes and avoiding those, um, you know, and, and why we should avoid those as well. Because it really is, in terms of getting results, if you look at any successful athlete or anyone who, you know, has hit their... Uh, performance goals or their aesthetical goals it really is about consistency both in the training and the nutrition so what we don't want to do is go absolutely all in and try and make you know we wake up one day and think right i want a transformation i want to completely change the way i look and the way i perform and going all in and like reducing your calories massively or you know tracking every single fine detail we want to make small steps so that we can be sustainable with it and therefore we build consistency and as we know consistency is what drives results really um i would probably add or just like supplement what you've just said that basically i think many of you guys or maybe even me personally maybe you you mark been through phases of kind of like looking for looking for the right diet or struggling with okay what to do and as much as it can sound <clears throat> boring to you that yeah consistency small steps but i want a quick fix like i think that if you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve 
you probably by now should know that it's because you were going through this small, uh, through these like quick fixes and not really consistent, consistent plans. So I think a good example would be, as Mark said, like you wake up and you want to change something. So I think first thing you need to know as with your training, what you want to achieve. So what's the goal? And obviously it might not just be weight loss or fat loss in all cases. Um, sometimes you maybe feel like, do you know what? I want to take my performance to another level. Um, and perhaps you missing certain macronutrients um, and like basically your plan just doesn't work around your training. Like you don't have enough energy to actually fuel the sessions, et cetera, et cetera. So you basically need a plan. That's what I'm trying to say, a goal and a plan, which you're going to, follow step by step and making it sustainable so you just don't end up having one week like super like clear or being on low calories but then you know the weekend comes um the next week comes and this is basically why people struggle because it's not sustainable you've got the uh, you've got the macro and the micro so basically you might wake up one morning and think right okay i want to you know i want to lose you know 10 percent body fat i want to lose six kilos I don't want to perform amazingly well, be really lean and ripped. Um, but what we've got to do is like, that's great to have that, that overriding goal. Um, but what we've got to do then is like, that's, that's your macro. And then the micro, we've got to be thinking, right, what are the small uh, weekly changes and even daily changes that we can we can make exactly. to, 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 to get there, okay? So it's great to have that long-term goal. And this is this is the same with anything in life. You might be a, a, you know, a, a new powerlifter and you want a 200 kilo deadlift. Well, you know that's that's great. It's great to have that uh, that vision, that long term goal. Uh, but we've got to work in the micro to get there. So, you know, what good's that goal if you know we're training five times in the first week, and then we're training zero times in the second week, and then we're training three times, and then we get an injury because we push too hard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's like great to have that overall goal, but let's bring it down. Let's bring it into the micro and really sort of focus on one stage at a time. And that's really the same with nu nutrition as well. And as well, like us as, as MSC, I think we pretty much always pushing mostly towards performance. So you wouldn't really see us like, you know, getting that summer body. Like, I think we are all in shape whole year around. Or I would like to say that, but that's not really what I believe in that. Like, you know what, before summer, I'm just going to get shredded like yeah that's the key isn't it like yeah we you know we all we all want to look good and we all look fantastic obviously. so i just i just um, feel that maybe like, the listeners want you know i'm just trying to kind of place ourselves with this that like we're gonna touch those things about you know the shredding programs etc and we understand that people want to look good yeah uh but there's more behind it but you hit the nail on the head there by saying like you know it's about looking good all year round that's that's the key really um okay like there might be little phases during the year where you know you push push the calories either way a little bit harder you maybe restrict the calories a little bit more during yeah. certain periods or you go into surplus at certain periods or you know um for example like for a field athlete like you know in season around their games they might look at look into timings a little bit more whereas they might not be that bothered in the off season pre-season but like I say it is 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 about like you know looking good all year round or is you know you think with with fighters and boxers like why they get so out of shape in the off season like they make life so hard for themselves exactly and, it's and then it's really dangerous as well with the weight cut obviously i think most of the people or athletes 
who compete in weight class sports, they're going through some phase of like cutting. But even like I know from Luke and many powerlifters in this gym that you are mostly trying to stay, I don't know, two, three kilo minus plus uh, around the weight you want to be because because that's really probably the most efficient way just to then cut a little bit, but kind of stay around. Um, so yeah, I think we can move on to um, the quick fix, which is a very popular thing to do around. Yeah, definitely. Like you can see why people get get drawn into it. You know, there's um, you know a lot of media out there, especially with social media nowadays. Is like there's so much information. You know, at, at the you know touch of a touch of a button. So you know, it's really kind of I guess easy for a lot of these uh, trainers to sort of you know put out there you know, they're, they're looking for a quick buck and it's like, right, here's my four week, six week, eight week, you know, shreds program. Um, you know, they'll give you a templated program. They'll put you on a, you know, put you on a thousand calories, like the same plan for everybody. And it just doesn't work. And like them, there's, there's, there's lots and lots of reasons why that doesn't work. But again, the main thing comes down to those two key words, which is consistency and sustainability. So like, you know, for example, we could get a new member in the gym and we could put them on a thousand calories. We could get them training really hard. And then six weeks we can, we can, you know, lose a lot of weight. We could say, take a before and after picture. We can say in the before picture, right, just kind of relax, you know, breathe out, just stay nice and chill, relax. So the person breathes out, the belly comes out a bit. They're in good light, you know, they're in poor, poor lighting. And then at the end, it's like, right, come on, tense up. You've done all that training. Let's get you in some good lighting. And you can make some quick fixes. But again, the key is they're not, not sustainable because you're causing an, you know, a, an unbelievable amount of fatigue. Um, it's just not sustainable to, you know, to perform. You know, you, you can make the gym maybe four times a week when you're on a thousand calories for a short while, but you are just not going to have the energy levels required to be able to sustain that for a long period of time and that's where people get the yo-yo effect of like big weight drop big weight gain big weight drop big weight gain and people just get stuck in that vicious circle of just yo-yoing up and down trying a hard diet you know and just i mean i've only talked about the you know some of the very very basic physiological aspects there but like the mental like you know punishment you're putting yourself through there is unbelievable again it's like one thing doing it to like get on stage to do a, a bodybuilding comp or a bikini comp but like you know most people aren't doing that and to put yourself through that those highs and lows you know it's just not not healthy at all from a mental point of view as, as well as a physical because like as you just said that at the end of that program i don't know six or eight weeks you probably most people just want to do a photo shoot or something which fair play that's probably the goal but like what does it give you in terms of the training like you probably by the end of the program completely tired and exhausted and it doesn't have anything to performance um i probably want to add to this um kind of the bodybuilding side or maybe the show side of this which i personally think that like if you find a good coach and someone who will take you through an individualized program that is there is obviously a rational behind this um so you know what you're doing you getting shredded for the show uh but as mark pointed out even these people probably have a big mental fight um like i, I can't tell from experience but i think obviously you're playing a lot with you know mood 
um, hormones, etc., etc. So um, that comes kind of back to that end goal. Um, like, you know, if you come in into our gym and you want to get stronger and, and, you know, faster, but obviously you probably want to look better as well. This is not really the way forward. Just, you know, just cutting the calories. Like we need you to perform. You need to feel like you have the energy to come back. So um, I, I just wanted to say basically that like, I, I don't think we, me and Mark, like blame like bodybuilding or anything, but I don't know why people who don't do it on a stage going through these processes, like why, why would you do that? Just to look good for a couple of pictures. Yeah. Do, do you see what I'm trying to get? That like people basically following bodybuilding diets with not doing the actual show. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the, the idea, I don't want to diverge too much into bodybuilding shows and things, but like the, the idea behind that is you're, you're trying to peak. Uh, obviously, it's not a performance-based event, but it's, you know, it's, it's an aesthetic Physique, event yeah. where you're standing on stage to look good for that for that moment, you know, for that day. Exactly, that's very uh, important you to know, say. You're, de you're dehydrated, you've lost a load of water weight, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's one thing. And that's, you know, that, that, that's um that's fine it's not something i'd ever be interested in but um you know putting yourself through that to try and accomplish something at the end of it take some photos you know okay you know whatever that's that, that's cool but yeah for the general like for the general public who aren't looking to do those kind of things that's not that's not the way yeah. way to try and do it because you know if you speak to anyone who's been in a in a physique show you know they get they go on stage feeling absolutely terrible like and you know we're not even gonna go into the depth of um like the you know the, the 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 mood aspects the hormonal changes on the lead up to you know to, to, to competition we'll, we'll leave that for another day but like just you speak to anyone who's done that and they just feel absolutely awful and then the first thing they do is rebound and start eating you yeah. know loads of shit having way too many calories because they've been starving themselves down to god knows how many you know few calories and then as soon as that comps over it's our refeed and it's like right i've just got to create and eat everything so i think you know the most honest like competitors would admit it's not the healthiest thing in the world yeah. to do um but like as we as we say fair play but for general pop like that's not the way we want to do it because it's going to be up and down up and down up and down like i said dehydrating yourself cutting water um you know it's 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 not sustainable long term and if you're doing the right things consistently and you, you're sustainable then you can you can look good all year round there's no doubt about it okay yeah. four weeks out six weeks out from a holiday or from something you might you might want to just cut your calories a little bit more that's fine because you've built up such a good base that you don't need a massive cut before you get into that it's just again minor small changes and that's what you know that's what makes the most successful people yeah. so what we wanted to say with this basically was that you know if you kind of searching for a template or something like that online or i don't know where where else um you probably should already know that like that one template which is available to download for i don't know everyone is not gonna suit you and you just shouldn't follow something what is like as you said, one size doesn't fit all. Um, yeah, could you imagine like it's, you know, a 12, it's, very generic. It's, it's a 1000 calorie template, for example, for six weeks. And it's like, oh yeah, get shredded in, you know, six weeks or eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever. And it's like a thousand calories a day. You're eating absolutely bugger all. And it's like, what, that's the same, you know, that's exactly. The same if me. me and Mark would like, buy the program, like we, 
yeah, exactly. We could like, get shredded with way more calories. Like, what is thousand calories for me and you? Like, yeah. Well, where does it stand? Yeah, the, the the fatigue levels, like, yeah, for like, you know, from for myself at like just over one hundred and five kilos, like competitive rugby player, like to go to drop to a thousand calories, I'd just be absolutely destroyed. And like, I just I'd last a few days if I managed to push on beyond that. I'd make myself very ill, to be honest. Um, but like, even if you're you know, a 60 kilo woman who's eating like 2000 calories a day or 1900 calories a day to drop down to a thousand. is just such a big drop off that the, the, that's not something that the body can sustain and handle. Therefore your, your performance. And we're, and we're, talk, we're talking about gym performance today, but your life, your performance in life is going to be terrible. Your, you know, your ability to, you know, mentally apply yourself for work, your ability to, socialize socialize to do physical things at home that you might want to do with the other half etc etc are just going to be absolutely like absolutely destroyed so the key is going back to talking about those small changes you know making small changes so if you're on you know 2000 calories a day and you're a 60 kilo female like you know just get some good coaching get some good advice and what you'll find is that you know, the most sustainable way, if we're talking about weight loss, for example, is going to be, you know, around a 10 to 15% calorie deficit. And it's consistent. So, okay, you're not going to lose a stone in three days. But like, let's be honest, you haven't lost a stone for six months or a year or five years. So why the sudden rush now? Get yourself consistent. And and you'll, and you'll, you'll get there. Like, it's a, I, I don't want to bang on about calorie deficit, because it's, it's obvious and everyone talks about it, but like it is as simple as that for, for weight loss. And if we're doing like a 10% or 15% calorie deficit and our protein's high enough, for example, we can maintain muscle mass and, 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 and lose body fat and reduce our, reduce our weight. But it has to be done slowly and consistently. I think the best way almost is like observing how you're reacting to the changes and how you coping with, with if, if, we, if we talk in deficit. Um, and exactly as you said, that like there are other things to manipulate, um, like the protein. Um, this is probably what is the most common issue that people just drop uh, calories but forget about protein. And then with losing weight, they actually losing lots of muscle, which most of people in the gym don't want to. And that's that's basically why we're talking about how important it is to get someone who knows what they're talking about and how to advise you. Um, I said whatever the change is, whether it's a small, you know, whether it's calorie deficit, calorie surplus, because you know, obviously, there's plenty of people who want to get bigger. Um, whether it's performance, you know, or whatever. Like the the key is not making too big a changes initially. It's about monitoring and developing yep. and reacting as we go along. And this is why everybody's different. Because again, if I give a thousand calorie template to, you know, to one person, you know, nobody's going to get well with a thousand calorie <laughs> template, but. Like my point is like if I give someone like you know 15 1500 you know um, you know calories a day someone who's currently on 1700 calories might react quite well to that but someone who's on 2500 and likes coming to the gym four times a week is not going to get on well with that so it's about you know the monitoring the coaching etc um because this is the thing you know we want to you know yes we might have that burning desire to to lose a bit of body fat or to gain a bit of body uh, body weight a bit of muscle mass perform better in the gym but you know we've got to make sure that we are able to you know to perform in the gym perform in life 
not make too many drastic changes that you know we just destroy our performance levels because if you want to let's say like the average person like might want to lose some body fat you know we still want to be coming in and do it you know having the ability to do our weight training to be able to um have enough energy to improve in the gym so that we keep creating new stimuluses and therefore creating new adaptations and getting stronger building lean muscle mass lean muscle tissue because most people don't want to just lose weight so they're better on the scales they want to look better so you don't get to look better by just like losing weight and like not having any any energy to you know to to, to do anything you know in, in the gym so it's really important that we just make those those small steps you know we can't can't emphasize that enough um cool i think um this kind of nicely leads to like having the basic knowledge i, I don't want to say basic but like some sort of understanding um and that almost i would say that i would advise everyone in their life if this is something what they consider important like their performance the way they look um or basically their eating habits i think everyone should try tracking um tracking your food tracking your macros see what you actually eat um and maybe finding out what you actually what you're missing or what you're eating too much um just basically having some sort of vision of oh i didn't know um because like we work with people on this basis and usually people find out that they either eat too much or they eat too too little um and we probably all know the most common issue of everyone who wants to lose weight um when they think they they probably don't even eat that much but like if you actually make them track their food for a couple of days um we know different so um this is what i want to like start talking about now is is the tracking process like i'm not saying it's the only way forward and that you should be doing it forever because i don't really think it's it's healthy to do it forever uh, might be for some might be, might not be for some but i think as an educational element it's it's great um it will probably give you a good understanding of you know of the food you buy in uh maybe making a better choice etc etc so um mm. how to kind of start on with the topic of tracking um or yeah so with 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 tracking like there's probably a few people listening sort of rolling rise thinking oh god i don't want to be one of those goons who you know tracks food for the rest of my life and and, and we're saying you don't have to be um but as Sonia says it is a you know it is something that we'd highly recommend uh for you know for for, for beginners um in their kind of weight loss weight gain or performance uh, performance journey because like you say you're always surprised to find out where you're at we, we need to find out where we're at as well so that you can then you know we've talked about like you know if we've got someone on 2500 calories a day we don't want to give them 1200 calories a day that's way too big of a drop off and therefore again keywords consistency sustainability are going to be there so what we need to do is need to find out you know how, how many calories you're having it you know a, a day and what kind of foods you're having as well um in terms of performance aspects so find out where you're at now and it's always a bit of a surprise to people you know like you say it's you get a lot of people who are you know oh, i'm only having you know 800 calories a day or <laughs> it's like well you, you're not no, they think <laughs> you're not. they think you are and then when you when you track you get a real better understanding of your lifestyle and what you're exactly. eating and there's things on there that you're looking at thinking oh my god like i didn't know that you know 
whatever food had X amount of calories or that was way more than I thought or, oh, that was way less than I thought. I could maybe eat a little bit more of that. And it's a real kind of like, um, it's a real journey. It's a real educational journey to like just find out where, and this is where like nutrition is so individual. Like there's basic rules that are like set for everybody. Calorie surplus, calorie deficit, um, you know, um, macros, energy, energy demands, et cetera, et cetera. But it is so individual because you've got to find out where you're at now and then you can start to apply those small changes. Right at the start of this podcast, we talked about making those small changes, you know, relevant to you and what you're doing and how can we do that if we don't know where to, where to, where to start. Um, and a good coach will then look at that and they will apply small changes. They won't say, right, okay, let's drop your, you know, let, we're going to cut out, you know, chocolate, we're going to cut out sugar, we're going to cut out alcohol. Because let's be honest, your average man on Colmore Row isn't going to cut out alcohol altogether. You know, he's not going to cut out, you know, sugars. He's never going to not eat sugar again. So it's not about cutting things out. It's not about cutting food, cutting alcohol. Because that's not sustainable. You're going to have it in your life or you want to have it in your life and that's completely normal. Yeah, absolutely. But it's good to have some control over it. And this, I just want to point out this thing with the tracking, like even though people, if they usually work Monday, Friday, they maybe think they eat quite all right, quite well, but then the weekend comes and it's almost like the calories don't count, which is again, fair enough, because I think if you work Monday, Friday, it's nice to, you know, get late on the weekend, like have a bit more chill, have different type of food than you eat maybe, you know, in your office, lunch break, etc. But, you know, that, that's when now, especially when things reopened, like comes, you know, the, the eating out a couple of beers, yeah. which again, is fine. Like we are all, you know humans I had, um had a beer yesterday but I enjoyed it <laughs> have a beer every now and again yeah um and you see like this is completely fine but then again if you're trying to be strict in a week and then you know the weekend comes and you almost like eat everything you missed in the week that's maybe again why you're not progressing yeah. because you can't just eat five days okay and then you just like ruin it in in a space of two days yeah so you know again just a bit more awareness of yeah you know i'm not just gonna have suddenly everything that's why maybe you can eat a bit more flexible in a week um so that that you know if you would fully track your full week for i don't know two three weeks you can get really good data um which can be assessed um and then you can see, oh, okay, I see on the weekend, I actually eat, you know, 7,000 calories a day. Yeah. Um, which again, would just give you some sort of information. Awareness, so, awareness yeah. is the key, isn't it? Um, so that's why we're saying that to track could be actually interesting for, for every individual um, to see, because I, I, I'm sure that people who never track, um, they have no idea how much they eat and what they eat. Yeah, 100%. Um, and like, you'll get a lot of people who, yeah, just to expand on that, like Monday to Friday, they're thinking, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I'm only eating this, eating that, you know, I'm really being good. I'm really being good. And it's like, yeah, I, I believe you. What did you, what did you do at the weekend? It's like, oh, I had 12 pints and I had a curry and then I felt hungover on Sunday. So I had a Domino's, um, being, being there. Um, so like, 
you know, it's yeah. Sometimes we have this thing that like calories don't count on a weekend. We're not being we're not being nauseous here. We're not being boring. Like it's just awareness. It's just being aware. So that's where that kind of flexible, you know, template um, template's a bad word to use today, but like flexible dieting can you know can, can help. Where it's like right now, I know I've got a big 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 night Saturday, or I've got you know Sunday dinner with loads of drinks on Sunday. You might just think ahead a little bit now that you've tracked for a few weeks you're a bit more aware of like what that means calorie wise and we're not saying don't do it because we want to you know what, what's the point in all this game if we're not going to go and enjoy our lives we're not like looking to become you know nutrition and gym nauses um so like it, it, you know it's just saying right okay i'm aware now of what what that entails and how many calories that is going to be roughly so maybe this week i just hold back a little bit i'm just a slight more deficit um to sort of make, make yeah. up for that we're not encouraging like binging binge eating binge drinking because that makes your life harder but we're accepting that there are going to be those big nights out and there's going to be that you know those, those those events and for a lot of people with their work like those social events are a part of work so just being you know like i said just just tracking for a period a set period of time is just going to give you that little bit of awareness you know we normally recommend like you know four weeks as ideal if you can just to begin with just so you get some real consistency and like you said don't just look at the day-to-day -day, look at the weekly you know the weekly yeah. average because if it's 2000 2000 2000 2000 2000 and then on saturday it's 4000 on sunday it's 5000 then you're not having 2000 calories a day yeah you know you've got to average that out over the course of the the seven days i wish calories didn't count on a weekend mm. but unfortunately uh they do this is kind of where, where we advise or recommend to start. So I think there are many, many apps available. Um, we are kind of friendly with MyFitnessPal, and I'm sure many of you have heard of MyFitnessPal. So basically, these days you can find an app which will do almost everything for you. So it really is not that e that hard. Um, and as Mark said, like if you're trying to set yourself for something like this, it's not about um restricting yourself when you're actually just looking for this data so it would be just the case of actually inputting everything you eat includes drinks um sugar in your coffee or tea etc just like you know um that that's how you start um being honest um and that's probably when you then either look at it yourself or you maybe ask someone for for the advice or what yeah. they think about it so that's probably the first step um would you being, want to being being honest is, is a key yeah. one <laughs> um you know we've probably all been a bit guilty of that before of like you know ignoring that bit of food we had or those drinks um so just yeah if you want to make some real changes just be, be honest just track you know track you know everything that you have uh, for that period of time and you know like, like somebody says like you've got your apps out there uh we tend to use my fitness pal but like we tend to once we're gathering data from people start setting calories ourselves and things like that not relying on the calories that my fitness pal uh, select for you um no literally uses just like a tracker yeah like, exactly, exactly. because all the foods are there and um, um, and it can, it can be a little bit fiddly for the first few days, but then literally once you, you know, once you, once you've done a week or something like that, you'll find it, you know, it saves everything. It's really easy just to, just to track. Um, alongside that, if you've got a good coach, that really, really helps because there's accountability for a start, uh, which, you know, as, 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 as human beings, we know that having someone accountable for is, you know, helps us, uh, helps us a lot. And also just having that expert advice of just, you know when when to when to drop when to add how much you know to go into surplus or how much to go into calorie deficit and then there's also the performance side as well so you know going in calorie deficit again you know that's easier i could say right eat 
one Mars bar a day or two Mars bars a day. And it's like, great, you're in a calorie deficit, but is it healthy? No, it's not healthy at all. So as Sonia said earlier, we're obviously really massively focused on performance at, uh, at MSC. Um, so, you know, making sure we're eating, you know, the, the right nutrients, the right macro is important for us as well. So when you get a rough idea, you know, if, especially if, you're, if your goal is weight orientated or body composition orientated, then obviously the calories is the big thing. And then what you want to try and do is start looking into, you know, right, what are the, what, what are the quality of foods that I'm eating? How is that affecting my performance in the gym? Uh, but but this, this is all small changes. As I said, we're not, you know, we're not going to grab someone, someone's, you know, five-day nutritional program and say, right, oh my God, you're having, you know, you had a massive bender on Saturday night and you're, you've averaged, you know, 5,000 calories a week. We need to drop that. We need to go 2,000 calories a week. We're going to make those subtle changes for you. So it's sustainable, consistent, enjoyable, and we can still make performance improvements in the gym, outside of the gym as well. We're not completely draining, you know, draining that person and putting them on an unsustainable, you know, deficit or surplus. Because um, that can be bad. You know, we talk a lot about deficit naturally because it's probably what most people want to do, but surplus is you know, too much of a surplus is dangerous as well because, you know, you're going to waste a lot of that uh, calorie surplus uh, for a start. But, you know, in terms of gaining gaining mass, you know, having too many calories, you know, is going to going to make you put on body fat, which obviously not a lot of people, people want to do. So small, subtle changes, consistent, tracking your calories is accountability and having someone, you know, managing that for you. If you can manage it yourself, great. You've got the discipline to do that and the knowledge to do that, that's fantastic. But, you know, if you need any help, get a good coach who, like I said, it's nutritional coaching. It's not nutritional plans. You know, we're not going to give someone, right, okay, I'm going to write up a plan for you. There you go, stick to that. It's like that, you know, that's absolutely I think absolute like, like a takeaway from me on, from this would be, um, yeah, this, what Mark just said in the last bit, that like if you would have a strict thing to follow, let's say there's an apple as a snack and you don't have the apple around like people actually can freak out about it and would feel like i can't have a banana well why would you not okay i just wanted you to have a fruit as a snack that's just example but like the biggest takeaway is probably that you shouldn't be looking at things like okay i want to start a diet or i want to cut um i know this is what just like people say, like, okay, bread is bad, pasta is bad, basically carbs are bad. So I'm just gonna stop eating all of this. That's my plan. That that's that's an awful example of a plan. Okay, it doesn't work like this. Like you probably wanna eat in your life a bit of bread, you wanna have the sandwich, you wanna go for a meal, you might you might eat pasta, like these things are not bad. Just it's important to learn how you're going to eat these things in your diet day to day. I think that's like people, people have just been like mentally scarred over the years by like that kind of propaganda of like carbs are bad or, or and the or different diets. Yeah. Or you can't, if you want to get shredded, you can't drink alcohol. And you know, it's just, it's just not true. Like you don't want to be putting yourself in a position where you're missing out on enjoyable things in life. Absolutely. Like, you know, a lot of people enjoy a drink with the meal or enjoy the odd night out or enjoy eating bread like or the takeaway or, yeah. or the like, takeaway yeah. and it's just being aware like i said you know use aware you know the, the three key words today are, are consistency sustainability and awareness i think it's just being aware of like right okay what is what is this you know what is this takeaway 
in terms of the nutritional value that it's getting because all food all food is fuel all food is fuel and how whether it's going to affect whether that's my a, train, whether that's yeah. a banana whether that's a mcdonald's you know whether that's you know chicken and broccoli it's all fuel so it's just being aware of what the nutritional value and the nutritional content and the calorie content of that fuel is and making informed decisions based based on that so don't you know don't if, if, if a nutritional coach ever says like don't eat this don't eat that push you on a crash diet gives you a templated program just be very very aware because it's not based around you they don't know your lifestyle they don't know what you like you know they don't know what you enjoy doing etc etc like educate yourself track find out what you like in the in the micro day to day week to week and then we can start you know working towards those uh, those long term goals um in terms of you know the the basics that's kind of what we're what we're looking at now with nutrition like i said it is very very vast so you start working from then right you know what's our calorie content let's have a look at the you know the, the macros now so how many grams of protein do we want a day um you know and and you know generally speaking if we're looking at weight loss or weight gain we're looking at you know a, a a good amount of protein that, that we're intaking um now again this is very dependent on how much you're having so far but we might be looking at say for building lean muscle mass you know we might might be looking at one point you know one 1. 1.6 you know grams per kilo or we might be looking you know a little bit less or a little bit more but that you know that that, that that's fine um, and then we're working our carbs and fats around that. So if we're in a calorie deficit, as long as we're hitting our protein targets, we might just have that 10, 15% reduction in carbs or fats, generally speaking. If we're a performance athlete or, you know, we need to consider uh, the finer details of that, we might be very specific with our carb intake and keep that high and bring our fats down a little bit. But generally speaking, and again, don't want to get into too much detail on this podcast, but generally speaking, keep the protein high, and then if you're in a surplus, just very slightly adding you know, a little bit more in terms of in terms of your carbs and in terms of your protein. If you're in a calorie, if you wanted to lose weight or lose body fat, keep your protein high again, and then just reduce your calories and your carbs to five, 10, 15 percent uh, under under you know, your daily allowance. So that's what we're looking at really. And then you can go into you know timings and meals before workouts. Um, you can go into supplementation, you can go into all sorts of different things, but that really is like, you know, a little bit further down the line from what we're looking at in today's, you know, today's podcast, I'm looking at beginners. So getting those small things in place, like I said, you know, making small changes, you know, we might look at your program for a week and say, Jesus, eat a bit of fruit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) eat a bit of fruit or, you know, or try, you know, try to try and, you know, lower down on this because it's, you know, this amount of calories or that amount of calories or whatever, make those small changes. Then we can look into, you know, into macros and things like that. And then we can look into meal timing, supplementation and more advanced work. But that really is until you get those basics right, then really there's no place for. In fairness, if you get this nipped and you get this right, you might be just fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you might not even need to go on yeah. to that exactly um, we're talking about like you know meal, when we're talking about meal timings and things like that we're really just looking from like you know sports performance point of view mainly um you maybe, know, maybe preference maybe as well preference gym performance etc cetera, etc cetera. but 
really don't worry about that kind of stuff <laughs> until you, like Sonia says, you've got all this, uh, all this nipped. So there we go. Um, yeah, excellent. I think um, we summarized this uh, quite nicely. I'm, I'm really pleased with that. Um, I hope Boom. as a nutritional consideration for beginners, um, you guys have a big takeaway out of this. Um, I enjoyed talking to you and talking to you guys. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> no, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was great. Nice quick one today, but it really is that simple. It really is that simple with your nutrition. So avoid those crash diets, avoid dropping your calories too low. If the coach is telling you, don't do this, don't do that, cut out this, we're going to get you shreds, but you've got to have 1000 calories a day. Don't listen to that. Don't, don't listen to it. And call 911. Call 911 <laughs> quick, quick. Um, so yeah, there we go, guys. Uh, food's there to be enjoyed. It's just being aware, it's managing it so you can be consistent and sustainable. Hope Our you enjoyed the podcast. Everything. Exactly. Have the goal in the macro, but think about the micro changes. There you go. Boom. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Thanks.